In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a new perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. We're all together We're again. We're a tripod again. Ooh. Feels like tripods don't stand up very well with two legs. Our mighty stool it can now. Oh Before it was just a stool sample, but now <laughs> it is a full stool. <laughs> I, uh, I have to say the the energy in the room. Last episode was uh, different. It's because I wasn't there. Some might say better. No, no, no one said that. <laughs> no, no one said that. <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm not I sure. Checked, I saw any reviews saying that. I checked the guest book. No one wrote that. Nobody wrote no. anything. In fact, someone wrote excellent. Keep it this way. I scratched that out. <laughs> that was that was me. That was my wife. Wait, it it is good to have you back. Oh, Nick. great, thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> so so. We can say that in advance of losing you. Yes, well, this is my last show for one episode. Oh, oh no. So, Unless we squeeze in like seven. Unless you, yeah, if you want to record Which a few. we will not achieve. Yeah. I'm going away. <laughs> to the US of A. To the US of A. Oh, God. Which mm. leads me into this week's hate. Oh. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, I'm going to US and A. Nice. In, oh. Uh, week after next. Week after this. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Oh. There we go. That's great. That's where I'll be. Oh, okay. If you care. Mystery solved. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Now what? That's, that's uh, the end of the show, I believe. Thanks I know, for listening, feel, everyone. Yeah, yeah, it feels like the format has gone through so many radical <laughs> changes lately. I don't. I, I suddenly can't remember what we normally do on this delightful show. I'm being well, facetious. Oh, I see. Yeah. Very good. Why don't you tell everyone what it's all about? Well, oh, that's that's clever. Isn't you see, it? we're into our second series, you might say. Yeah, arc we, two. Yeah, because we've passed like <laughs> the quarter century mark. So yeah. you know we're. Aiming towards... We're an established brand now, established. I'd oh, say. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nick, you're the branding expert. What does... Uh, it, when it comes to, like, a marketing campaign, what do you normally do once the brand is established? Do you relax? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> right, yeah, I'd, say, I'd say take your foot off the pedal, put your feet up, you know. Just to ease off the pressure. Yeah. I'd say it's about time for a rebrand. Let's start again. Let's, a sweet, uh, let's, sweet rebrand. Let's take it all back to nothing. Start from literally nothing. Come up with a whole new concept and maybe kick someone off the show. I'm not pointing anything. <laughs> I'm not pointing, <laughs> not pointing But we need to get rid of dead weight, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like this is coming up before I go away. <laughs> Well, she felt like we need to have like trial separation. Actually, there's a weird A B testing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've done yeah. one without you. We've done one without Nick. We, we actually done... haven't. Have we never done one without you? Chris? We've never done one without I... me because you went on honeymoon. Did I went on honeymoon? Selfish, isn't it? Mm. You're about to go. I'm on... going on holiday with your girlfriend. With my girlfriend. With your girlfriend. Thank yeah. you. So it's, it's yes, similar. Yeah, yeah, I've got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, None of us have seen her, but yeah. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, so aside from, you know, mixing up the format and trying new things, what this podcast is really about at its core is three increasingly alienated and uh, irate old yes. men. Old Burks. Yeah, old Burks, uh, settling firmly into middle age and uh, complaining about things they don't really understand. But 
to sweeten the deal, we do talk about things we love. We do indeed. And we have a very sexy uh, Facebook group where people can go... Yes, and, it is very uh, sexy. It's quite sexy. And they can go and share their loves and hates for our ill-informed discussion. And we'll, uh, we'll, well. We'll, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about them off-air, behind your backs. Yeah. And then talk about them like we're not taking the mick out of you when we're recording. So be safe in the knowledge that we really did take the mick out of you. Oh, did oh, we? Off, off oh, oh, and some people have raised, oh, oh. Some people have raised concerns that we are reaching out to the audience to generate... Uh, free content yeah yeah which is not true oh no no it's not true we're we're reaching out to the audience to generate free entertainment for us individuals completely unrelated Mm. to the show yeah the thing is the audience gets to enjoy what we say why shouldn't we get to enjoy what they say I know absolutely we're a not for profit organisation because we don't make any profit (laughs) (laughs) and all our funds are stored overseas yay well uh, to get the ball rolling uh, could I do something radical and dive in with my hate that is pretty radical but okay I'll allow it this time just this on on this one occasion I hate oh no uh, overly simplified overly simplified equations in advertising okay oh I know I know where this by is going by which I mean because the public are idiots and I include myself in that, <laughs> yeah, because um, I include you as well because marketing executives uh, viewers basically as uh, cattle yeah uh, they know they have to sell concepts in very simplified terms mm. and so you get gems like work plus stress equals <laughs> fatigue plus <laughs> product equals sex <laughs> you want it divided by love you know and it, and it's, and, and, I love that advert it's yeah. great but it, it's never like hey we've got a good product check it out it's mm. always like good, we need to sound vaguely scientific or we need to imply give a suggestion of data how are we yeah. going to do that goes, ah what we need to refer- <laughs> oh, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, wow. it. but it's like it's never like um, uh, oh uh, we have a sexy new toothpaste how can we sell it it's mm. like, uh, how do we get the science into this? How do we get the science in? And so some guy um, storms into the uh, kind of boardroom. And he's got his, he's got his uh, cappuccino and uh, he's just giving coke off his forearm. Uh, and he goes like, guys, we need to blow the, uh, the, the plaque industry wide open. Goes, but sir, we've been... The plaque industry. The field of plaque. It's booming at the scale. moment, the plaque yeah. industry. There's so much plaque out there. And he goes like, uh, okay, uh, but, but sir, we've been advertising, you know, our delightful toothpaste since the 50s. You know, we sponsored Variety Time Smile Hours on American <laughs> television. And he just slaps him. He just, he just <laughs> yeah. punches him in the face. With a bag of crack. And just hits him around the head with it. And, <laughs> and you know... He's got a lot of rings on. Oh, yeah. So that's going to bleed. So, so he goes, He's got lo- love and hat tattooed on his hands because he bit off one of his fingers. <laughs> he goes, I don't want to hear your excuses. And so, okay, what we need to introduce customers to, and it will be something like the octagon of mouth hygiene. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. The, the eight point like plan <laughs> yeah. that, that proves that this hits every single one. Wasn't it like for a while it was like it tackles the uh, five signs of seven signs of aging, wasn't the it? Seven the signs oil of, aging. of oil of Ule ad was that the seven yeah. signs of aging, and there and there were things like wrinkles, crease marks, lines on the face. It's like, hang on, guys, folds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Additional folds. Guys, guys, stop, guys. <laughs> but you just know because it's like, what's a sign of aging? I don't know, getting old. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's that's number one. Like, it's like, okay, break it down. Dangling ball bag. So, there you go. No, True story. We need we need to break it down. It's like an order sixty six scenario. Uh, where we yeah. go like we need a number of points. Yeah. How about preferably an even number? How about fifty? No, that's far that's too. Way high. too many. One, 
No. No, you no, idiot. No. So somewhere in the middle. <laughs> uh, how about like uh, 10 or, or, or 5 or 3? Okay, that's Now great. we're talking. Okay, 10, that's a good number. So we go like 1. <laughs> nice, nice round number. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, first sign of getting old. Um, can't find your keys. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, that's too vague. It's and also, be... oil of Ulay doesn't help with memory. It's got to be, be <laughs> yeah. skin-related. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Purely skin-related. Wrinkles. Okay. Brilliant. Right, done. Oh. Write that down. Dwayne, uh, you are getting No, it starts with a W. <laughs> Flaking. Solid gold. There's no, ba- no bad ideas in this room. Ooh. And then suddenly, they become fixated on trying to fill those ten <laughs> points, which <laughs> they just arbitrarily pulled out their ass. Yeah. That's what annoys me. Fear. Of weasels. I thought you were going to go in a slightly different direction. Oh. Um, we watched a lot of adverts when we lived together because the telly was on quite uh, a lot. Yes, mm, it tended yeah. to be on. It helped fill the silence. And Yes, exactly that. Uh, and they would there would be a product being advertised and it would say, as a caption underneath, during the ad, 56% of people agree. And it, says, it would say 127 people were interviewed. And we used to sit there and work out what that actually equated so to. That meant like, and it used to be about, yeah, it was like 60.2 of a person. And it was, that doesn't make sense. How is this possible? That kind of goes into your ongoing issue with Pointless. The yes. TV show. Pointless. I've never met anyone who's done the survey for Pointless. Yeah. Never. Or heard of anybody who knows somebody who's done the survey for Pointless. So it raises the question, are they the hundred people they serve? I think they're making it up. Are Very they silly. or are they just people working in the office? Happening? Yeah, it's like, oh no, there's a show tomorrow, oh crap, let's do a run around. Thing like, is, family Amy, fortunes. What do you think? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Family fortunes used to do a similar format. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'd ask a hundred people, but they'd ask the audience that were in that night. Uh, Got it, makes sense. Uh, Done. Right, you've covered that off. Cool. Yeah. Pointless, there's so many different things that Odds suggest you must know someone, or four four degrees of separation, know someone who knows someone who knows someone who's done the pointless survey. You would think I've so. never met anyone. How do we know they're not doing the audience? I don't. They say it's done via online surveys. Oh. I've read that. Like, have I've quoted I, to have any of us ever gone and looked for this survey? Yes. Thing is, the people who would take this survey are probably unemployed. <laughs> who would take this survey? Which makes me think it's bollocks because there's some quite intellectual questions on pointless. Mm. that unemployed people sorry if you're unemployed would not get but I think that's again you're kind of describing the whole bias problem I suppose mm. oh yes I'm a I'm a thankless fascist what we're getting sorry about here, that Chris is that you're very biased <laughs> yes no I towards didn't, I, poor I, people I, I did not mean <laughs> in favour your... of poor <laughs> oh I said sorry I, see. I didn't mean your bias oh no I've are, said too much which are entrenched and uh, horrifying yes but I meant uh, like um, <laughs> it's like when you're polling those hundred people mm. it's like if he um, if a lead Forensic scientist, the butologist at uh, <laughs> Oil of Olay goes, We need to survey a hundred people. And yeah. Just asks like the hundred interns who are all slavering cream on their <laughs> <laughs> It burns! <laughs> but again, I'd be worried if they go like 62% of people surveyed, you'd be like, only 62% of our employees. And they, and they all <laughs> there. Yeah. You're fired. Well, the other 60, the other what, 38%, they couldn't talk because their skin had all burned off. Mm. So that's, you know. I just, there's, there's certain statistics in adverts that are just impossible. I remember ages ago there was a L'Oreal advert with Jennifer Aniston. And that shows how long ago this must have been because I think she's immortal. But she was but never her... relevant. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's the oh, tagline. No. The Jennifer Aniston brand, immortal, but never relevant. Always uh, there. But... I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> like sure. Jennifer Aniston. I guess. I, yeah, I suppose. Um, 
But yeah, keeps on going, doesn't she? Keeps um, on trying. But yeah, she, this was when it's the height of her sort of 90s friends, friends fame. fame. Yeah. Oh, sure. And she's doing a L'Oreal advert, swishing her hair around. And I believe she said the line, here comes the science. And then like a hole opened in the wall and like <laughs> equations just poured out of it. <laughs> Like, like delicious equations. <laughs> just like, like Scrooge McDuck coins just poured onto the floor, but it was all like the square root of three point seven eight one divided well, by nine. The scientist runs in and goes, "There's too much science. There's too much. Too seal, much. Seal the vents, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, grab a broom." <laughs> She's running for her life. No, <laughs> not equations. Well, it's when you get like, I think um, hair is bad for it. Yeah, as is um, oh, oh, for yeah. shampoo. No, I meant like for, oh, I see. as a bad as as a guilty party. I see. But shampoo adverts, it's when they go like, here, here comes the science, and it will show like a massive CGI hair. hair. Yeah, close yeah. up of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then these little glossy particles, glowing, <laughs> glowing red spheres come in, hit the hair. It then glows and gets healed, and then after a second, it goes representation. Representation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because we thought this was filmed from an electron <laughs> microscope. Yeah, yeah, cheers, guys. But it's like, how... how why that? even include it? I know that Iron Man isn't real. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need a disclaimer at the Avengers. Wasn't there another skin cream that invented the word neutrillium? Yeah. Which was meant to indicate there was a nutrient base oh, sure. to this thing. But that's just that's just a made-up yeah, word. Then they were quizzed on it, and we're like, yeah, we made it up. Yeah, that's bollocks. So they always used to say, like, uh, contains... Like amino acids, because mm. that sounded kind of sexy. Then they stopped saying that because I think um, the word <laughs> acid was putting people <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon right. that's it. So this guy saying stuff like um, amino properties, pepto, abysmal, oh, amino pepto propanols and stuff like that, or yeah. amino metho. They like to lean on like protein, don't they? It's like, yeah. oh, it's got protein in it. Because I guess the public knows that protein is good. Yeah. Don't really know what amino acids are. No. They make proteins. But it sounds bad. Yeah. I was going to say it's got antidepressants in it. Yeah. People then just lather it up and yeah, you'll feel great for the whole day. It's got it's beer like, in it. It's got it's beer like, in it's, it. It's yeah. beer. But it's like when you, uh, it's like if you get like a really, if you ever look at the back of shampoo bottles and it says like, what are the ingredients? Mm. They'll always say like aqua. Instead yeah, of water. water. Yeah. Why is that? That's the same principle because it just it sounds, sounds more better than it is. Yeah. Well, people will start thinking they've paid too much for water. That's the problem they've got. They'd rather we read aqua because it sounds exotic. Yeah. Sounds Otherwise, like a foreign body. Because on the back it says 97% aqua. It's like, hang on. <laughs> also, I'd be worried about the 3% <laughs> yeah, to make it a creamy white substance. Yeah. 3% magic. Yeah. 97% water. So I think um, uh, going back to the just equation y kind of side of it there's one advert in particular at the moment for a deodorant I believe oh, which yeah. is playing a lot on YouTube or it's playing on my YouTube so clearly the target stinky ads voice and they're after you yeah. <laughs> and it goes like because uh... you've been watching all those YouTube videos like how do I sort out my boy smell <laughs> <laughs> and all the thumbnails are of like people like slapping their face and going <laughs> why do I smell so bad my girlfriend left me is, <laughs> is it my smell brackets true story not clickbait <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it's like, uh, and it's about like young, sexy people going to a um, concert, festival? like an outdoor festival. Yeah, oh, right. and they're like, um, but you all look far too clean. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're kind of like you're not at a festival. festival. You'd be covered in your own feces by now if you were. And it goes like good times plus, oh, for goodness plus sake. like dancing equals 
sweat. Bacterial infestation in your pits. Yeah, oh, but, but, you know. But with our new Nutra aerosol. Nutra blaster. Yeah, we'll make you smell good for a limited amount of time. With our new uh, odour paste. And, <laughs> and, and with application <laughs> trowel. <laughs> 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 just slap it on. It only takes ten to fifteen hours just, to apply. Just dab it, in and your it'll cracks. dry in the next thirty-six. <laughs> just stroke upwards, not down. Yeah. Do you yeah. have Do you have wrinkles as well? Solves those as well. Slap it in your cracks. Yeah. <laughs> slap it in your cracks. There's, <laughs> the, there's little... the tagline. <laughs> Pow! Write that down. <laughs> anyway, so that's my that's my that's my grump. I Wonderful. That. I enjoyed it. Who's, uh, who's I can go next if you want. You go. Oh. So um, mine is I hate the idea that political correctness as a concept is is an incredibly recent creation. <laughs> right. And you'll get this, you'll get this the idea of this thrown at you when you're talking to someone potentially of an older generation, which is what I was when this came up. And it, it was interesting because I know what they're getting at. And I'm, I'm not, what I'm saying is this person I was talking to, they weren't racist, right? And this isn't a whole thing about racism and all that kind of stuff. But we were talking about how there used to be way, way back, I think it was in like the 40s or 50s, there was this band called, not band, like a sort of show tune singing people on telly called the black and white minstrels mm. and their gimmick was two white women who were singers and three white men in blackface mm. who would sing and they were really popular they were like really really big deal on tv and like in the, in the evening at like prime time and everything but you know we, we were talking about this and this person i was talking to was like oh yeah but they you know they didn't have any political correctness and, and stuff like that back then and i was like yeah, but but they still should have. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because there wasn't a term to use to throw it around doesn't mean everyone wasn't being awful racist. Do you know what I mean? Like, Nobody was ever offended by that. Yeah, exactly. I never heard anyone complain. It's like, like why do you think we have it now if it wasn't for the fact that people spoke up back then about it? It's a little bit like looking back at like sort of caveman times when you just bash another caveman in head in with a rock or something. Yeah. He's like, they didn't have murder back then, did they? It's, like, well, we it's unacceptable now, bashing someone yeah, in the head with a rock. Exactly. And did. I think we're better off for it. We may not have had a word for murder. We had just, <laughs> and then I'll just smash you. Um, <laughs> but it was there. Yeah. Like, it was there. <laughs> but, it, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because if you were to say to that person, like, uh, you go, no, you know, we didn't have political correctness back then. Nobody got offended. Did <laughs> yeah, I think somebody probably somebody got offended. That's the thing. That's what yeah. it's usually like. That's exactly right. It's usually bookended with nobody got offended. It's like, no, 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 though, because they did. Because it doesn't matter whether it happened 70 years ago or not. It's still racist. The fact that we say it's racist now means that it was racist <laughs> then. It wasn't not racist just because loads of people didn't think it was. I'll totally take your point that loads of people didn't think it was racist. That doesn't mean it wasn't, though. No. All that means is we were all ignorant, disgusting we human were, beings yes. back then. And, it's, you know, it's better that we... It's weird because it usually comes from a place where they're kind of defending the people of the past. Mm. It's like, oh, well, they didn't know. And it's like, well, no, okay. They didn't know because it wasn't publicised. But they should have known better, really. It is still pretty disgusting when yeah. you think about it. There's there's no excuse for it. Just because everyone did it doesn't mean it's okay, no, I guess, is what I'm getting. And it's also like, do you want to do it? Yeah. Because, like, and, and actually, not with this person I talked about recently, but with other people I've talked to before, there is a little bit of a sense of that. It's like, oh, well, we used to be able to do everything back in the day, but now everyone gets all offended about it. It's like, 
So you want to put blackface on <laughs> and sing at seven o'clock at night on a TV? But, do you? But this is this is the thing, though, isn't it? It does like a lot of effort. And yeah, I think yeah. this this does tie to some extent into the late the recent news where Alex Jones, a uh, professional wobble oh, yes. and <laughs> and monster, has been banned from a lot of platforms. Yes, yes. And yes. everyone's going like, "This is censorship." Yeah. I'm like, no, it isn't. Though. It's not really because it's lots of private. Forums, yeah, essentially. It, that's the thing. Yeah. And and this goes into like, I mean, let's use the black and white minstrels as an example. It goes like, you could, if you wanted, still stand up on the street, on the street, <laughs> and and you know, dress up as a black and white minstrel. There would be consequences. Yeah. You would offend people. You know, it you know, and but it's like if and you, someone coming up to me and going, You're a racist asshole, that's not censorship, mm. that's consequences. Yeah. Because <laughs> what they're saying is, I want to be on TV and do that. We can't be on TV because those are private companies. People run they, those. And they have their own terms and policies. And, and there's very little demand for your act now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So so they're going like, oh, why can't I go on television and do that? Why can't I say that? Why can't I go do that on Twitter? It's like, no, you can do it on a street corner like everyone else. I believe there are still laws allowing you to stand up and say things in public. Say despicable things. <laughs> now, if you say things that start a riot or if someone walks up and punches you, those are consequences. And you will... You will feel those consequences. Yeah. But like a, a public, a private company, a platform has no mm. obligation. Absolutely. To, yeah. To publish you. That's the thing. It's the sense of entitlement. Alex Jones specifically. Yeah. Oh, God, oh yeah. they can't ban me. They can. They, yeah. They oh, really they can. can. They can and they have. Yeah. Also, he had several years of not being banned by anyone. Mm. Like, you know, tons of, he had a massive platform for ages. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because... Censorship is a really convenient way to deflect it off the subject of the fact that what this actually means is nobody likes what you're saying, mm. or at least the vast majority of people don't like what you're saying. But they don't really want to come to terms with that because they, they have this idea of themselves as being like a voice for the people and saying what everyone's thinking kind of thing. And I honestly think that's how they get past it in their head yeah. is they're sort of thinking, oh, everyone thinks this. I'm the only one who's got mm. the balls to say it. And I think that comes in, it's, it's, it's the same sort of idea when people look back and go, oh, everyone gets offended these days, whereas back then they didn't. It's like, no, 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 they did. It's just fewer people spoke up. Plus, we weren't as connected and communicated as we are now. Yeah. Like, back then, the reason that you had all of these people doing these awful, like, these celebrities and actors doing these horrendous sexual abuse things behind the scenes, and no one found out about it, was because we didn't have the internet. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have a network of an anonymously sharing these stories and telling everyone about them. Whereas, you know, so you could get away with awful stuff back then now you can't everyone was offended just as much though yeah. <laughs> it's almost like um it's like there's a reason uh so, let's bring up another thing like uh white the white supremacist oh. music scene oh okay oh, is, oh, an my. Odd, is an oddly thriving pocket industry wait so are they songs about white supremacy yeah and like all uh the bands have names like white thunder <laughs> or like <laughs> thor's Thor's, Isn't White Thunder a cider? Thor's dick. Thor dick. Yeah, like... That's <laughs> like White Nordic. Th White Thunder's a cider. It's White Lightning. White Lightning. But, I bet that's a band as well, though, White Lightning. Well, it must be. Yeah. But look it, that up. That's it's a white don't supremacist look it drink. Don't drink, don't drink White Lightning, it'll make you racist. But it's like yeah, they they um, <laughs> they uh, identify with like the Norse mythology, uh, very blonde, super Aryan? Aryan? Aryan, yeah. Like a white blonde. And they do like death metal about white super... Premisism. Oh, There's a okay. reason you can't hear that anyway. Thrash metal. Can't can't you? Get you can't, can't hear that. Anyway, can yeah. <laughs> but you can't get that. Won't get played on mainstream 
No, no. no. And, of you, it won't. and you say to yourself, is that censorship? No. And it's like, and it's not. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, And all I'm saying is, can't we give them a ch- can't we let their voice be heard? No. And uh, I say taxes are too high. <laughs> <laughs> My point is like, it's a combination of one, you know, uh, what they're saying is is horrible, and mm. major networks have no obligation to broadcast it, and they don't want to, mm. and it would hurt a lot of people. But secondly, it's like their audience is actually very small and niche, yeah. because in this grand, like in the big spectrum of humanity, you've got this bell-shaped curve, and in the middle, you have a lot of very nice people, and at the fringes, you have a few weirdos. <laughs> awful people. Yeah, few <laughs> awful people. And because mainstream society doesn't want them, they've created their own little pocket fringe industry where they just move in their own circles. It's why you get neo-Nazis hanging out with neo-Nazis and not with the general populace. Yeah. But what people like Alex Jones want, they refuse to acknowledge that their actual audience is fringe and small. Mm. Oh, yeah, but he would say, for example, oh, I'm the most popular showing this demographic. Yeah. yeah that demographic's tiny. Yeah. seven people listening yeah. to you there. That's the thing. What he wants is a free ticket to the main show mm. where yeah. all the normal people are hanging out, which gives him a false sense of legitimacy. Now, he's been banned from, what was it, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube's kicked him off, Twitter yeah. is still... Facebook, I think, hasn't yet. Yeah. But we're probably getting to that point. Twitter released some daft statement where they were like, this is just... We want everyone to have an opinion. It's more of an argument yeah. of why and Twitter is a And it's like, well, whatever, do what you want. But, um, but, but what you could say to him is, look, hey, I'm YouTube. I'm John Q. YouTube. Mm. And Alex, John Q. YouTube. I'm, Alex, <laughs> I'm kicking you off. But you have absolute freedom to go set up your own video streaming <laughs> website. Yeah. I doubt anyone will go there. With your own rules. It could be called White Tube. White Tube. White Tube. <laughs> and... Pure or you, <laughs> yeah, you white, <laughs> you white, yeah, you white, you white, and he can do that. Everyone has absolute freedom. He's got money; he could probably do that. I'm sure he could set up his own streaming service. Yeah, but he won't get all. He has viewers. to acknowledge that the only people who will log in and view him will be a reduced pool. I think, it'd be, I think it'd be fascinating to see the ratings. Of I would. That. I would love yeah. him to give that. <laughs> Absolutely a shot. fascinating. It's like if you set up a water park and a guy turns up called Pissy Jim, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Pissy Jim." I like pissing. I do piss. Yeah. And it's not it's not a medical condition. It's a choice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I enjoy urinating. In fact, I'm doing it now. And they say, <laughs> sir, I'm really sorry. You can't come into my water park because you're pissing everywhere. Censorship! Goes, you're censoring me. He goes, no, sir, but tell you what, here's a grant. You can go set up your own yeah. urine-filled... So yeah. See how many people turn yeah. up. Yeah, see how many people turn up. <laughs> you don't want to piss in a pool. You want an audience. Pissy falls. Pissing your own Oh, pool. no. Someone spilled chlorine in this pool. <laughs> yeah, and then when Chlorine Jim yeah. turns up at your piss park. <laughs> <laughs> you will not want him there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and then you'll have to censor someone. Where are all these gyms coming from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up with all, all these gyms? I saw another, not to dominate, but I saw another... Um, <laughs> oh, I've just been <laughs> yeah. steamrolling over your topic. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, yeah. Yeah. I saw another really interesting video and it was about um Sorry, it's going to go on to video games that's, for a second. No, that's fine. Very briefly. I then. might not contribute too much to this bit. It's uh, a, a video game uh, a while back uh, on the N64 <laughs> called Zelda Ocarina of Time. And in it, there is a fire temple as one of the levels you go through. And it's got this sort of like voices, like sort of monk uh, voices in the background oh, sure. to create a sense of like you're in a dungeon. Sure, it's like, oh, sure. sort of. But the original version of the game had. Uh, passages of the Quran being 
read oh, in a sort of really? melodic way. Yeah. And uh, and you can actually listen to that on YouTube. If you go search for it, you can, the original Fire Temple music from Ocarina of Time, you can listen to it and it, you can hear quite clearly these voices speaking in, in that in that language. Um, and right up to the release of the game, they were umming and ahhing about whether they should do it. But they want, they, the original concept was because it sounded cool and sort of abstract and foreign and exciting and stuff. But then at the very last second, they were like, you know what? No, we won't do this because we're probably going to offend the Muslim community and there's no sense in doing that. We'll just take it out and just leave the uh, instrumental behind it. And um, it still sounds fine. No one cares. But of course, some people care because oh. in the comments below, there's people going, well, this is censorship. This is ridiculous. You shouldn't have had to do that just because you're worried of offending people. It's like, well, but they had a choice. Yeah. They had a choice when they were making a game. No one forced them. They thought about it and they were like, I don't want to piss someone off. That's that's equivalent to me going up to someone in the street and thinking I could kick you in the shins right now. But actually, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to kick you in the shins. Like, that's something I don't want to don't do want to, to you today. You by kicking you in the shins. Yeah. So I'm not going to offend the whole Muslim community by putting this in our game. We're going to choose to remove it. That isn't fucking censorship. That isn't pressure from minor. It really pisses me off that we can't just make what might just be considered to be a good decision without it being labelled as being pandering or worried about offending people. I, I am worried about offending people, but that's a legitimate, genuine thing I want to be worried about. Yeah. I don't want to hurt people. That's another word for that is called just being a nice, nice person, person. Yeah. or trying to be a nice person certainly at least. yeah and yet apparently it isn't now because you're only doing it because you're pandering or because you're worried you'll offend someone the truth being well yeah well, don't don't offend people yeah that's i, I don't like offending people generally good, speaking pretty good rule for life it's, it's it? the same reason when i'm walking down the street i don't like shout expletives no mm. even though it's really fun and cool <laughs> <laughs> like and it's like it's not that I don't good. enjoy swearing. I do enjoy swearing. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's fucking great. I'm very offended by what you've just said. Oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, fucking not. Oh, you're such. Oh, but. Oh. But it's like I don't do that because I think, oh, what if a child walked by, or what if like mm. you know a parent? If a child walked by, he would think you were a hero. Yeah, he'd think you were high five. He'd think you were really cool. Oh right, look at that guy. Helmet boy. And then I skateboard away. Yeah, wearing a helmet. Wearing a helmet for safety. How do you do? fellow children <laughs> you got hate for us Chris yes sweet here it is Hit okay well along the same lines of Nick actually oh interesting I hate fantasy football oh it doesn't relate to what you said that's, in any way that's nothing at all like no no said, no right? but I um, thought I'd, I'd just give you a misdirect I'm there. quite shocked Thanks. that you would actually say that that is I the reason too. I hate it oh everyone assumes I'll be good at it and love it and I don't I flaming well hate it are you bad at it Yes, ah, and I'll tell you what. No, well, it's, it's just that I will do it, and obviously, fantasy football has been around for probably as long as we have in the newspapers. Historically, it was in the Sun. You pick your players at the start of each season, and you follow it as the season went on, and you pay a fee to enter. Mm. Now it's free to do online, but you usually have a group of friends who go, "Well, should we put a tenner in for, for fantasy football?" Bants, oh, lads, 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 bants. I lose interest within two weeks. I do it, and then I'm like, "Why have I done this? It's just boring." What, can you briefly explain how it works? I'd love to. Thank you. Fantasy football. Um, so you get 14 picks of Premier League players. It's a scam created by the liberal media. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me now. They um, can be from any teams. From any Premier League team. Right. And there's a point scoring system based on position, um, things they do within the games. If they get yellow cards, if they score a goal, okay. so on and so forth. Uh, and you get a budget and you pick within your budget. Sure. And then you enter leagues. There's a big national league with millions of people in it, or international, I should say. 
And you can also do private leagues with your friends. Fine. And that's when you do it for money and everything. But people always say to me, oh, I bet you're good at fantasy football. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even really play it. I lose interest every year. Is it because you talk with such authority about anything football related? Yes. Mm. But can... as you have said on this podcast before, most of that is... Bollocks. Kind of bollocks. Yeah. Slash, like, Belligerence is the best way to talk about football. <laughs> if you say something firmly enough, everyone will believe you. And everyone will echo it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll say, oh, I heard Chris Ray say something interesting <laughs> the other day. Oh, it was funny. Um... So, yeah, I just, it doesn't interest me at all. It's just one of those things where I think, yeah, probably everything about me should like this, but I just don't. It just bores me. It's you... looking at a computer screen. It's like video games, in a way, I guess. It I probably think... stems from my hate of video it games. It may be connected to that, because it sounds a little bit like, sort of like, resource management, yeah. like... Pick it, putting together a team in an, an RTS kind of game. And you receive points. You, you receive and there points. Are points. Yeah. Oh, sounds a hell of a lot like a video game. Exactly. Basically, that. Mario. Thing is, I have to submit my email address and a password to play this game. The bastards have got my contact details now. Oh, so they're always and saying, I don't even want to play the game. Chris Ray, I bet you'd love this game. Data capture. That's the problem there. So, do you have to pick? I'm just going back to the rules. That's fine. Carry, you carry on. Do you have to pick defenders? Yes. So you pick two goalkeepers, two, five defenders. Okay. Five midfielders, three strikers. So how do you get points from your defenders? Because they're not going to score goals, are they? Clean sheets. What does that mean? Uh, If the other team they're playing in the real world, inverted commas, don't score a goal in that particular game, they get points... As defenders. As defenders. So that is that not basically an assumption that they're good defenders rather than the other team are shit attackers? (laughs) Well, it's a bit of both, to be honest. But it's sort of... You've got to pick based on who they're playing and their record during the season and the fee and all this sort of stuff. And some of it's quite intricate, but it's just... Oh, I'd rather just watch a football match. with you know. It's really funny because everything you're saying sounds to me like the best part of football. There you go, see? That's like, the difference. Like, I might play that, despite knowing fuck all about football and how to pick any players at all. I'd be really awful at it, except for the fact that you're awful at it and you know a lot about football, so maybe I'd be good at it. Well, I one year I just deliberately entered the worst team I could pick. And they won. And it said... <laughs> I said my aim this season is to get naught points, but it's impossible. You can't do it. You get no. you get allocated so many points. But at one point it said you have too many Sunderland players. It's <laughs> like, oh okay. I know oh. he's getting relegated then. Oh. oh. So when you set up a you set up like a group of friends, don't you? Mm. Is that your league? A league. So your- what limits are there stopping you from all putting like Ronaldo? Because he's a good footballer. There's a budget. Oh I see. So you get a hundred million pound budget. It's the fake money. You know? It's not real money. It's even more fake than Monopoly money. Could be keeping the economy alive for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to pick these... I think it's... No, it's 15. I maybe said lower before. But it's 15 players, but you've got to be within that budget. So if you picked all the best players, you would obviously go over budget. But you could have a player that someone else has. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you almost definitely absolutely. Oh, there are millions of people playing. Sure. So... Some players are the most picked in the game. Like they get eighty-four percent of people pick them in this sort of thing. You get all these intricate stats behind it now, but it's. Just, I just find it so dull. Yeah, to be honest, it it might, does just, I just glaze like over you, when people you, talk about it. it for me yeah, I was, I was it, excited at first. When it's fantasy. I the, web, like the website yeah. dragons. <laughs> does the website automatically keep track of your points? It does. Yeah. Fantasy. Probably. Okay, so that's shit, right? And here's why. Okay. Because like. The game is just picking stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Then it's you just do, you do back. weekly transfers. You get weekly transfers. Uh, okay. You can play a wild card right. during the season where you can change your ty- entire team without paying. But you a can fee. only do that once. Yeah, but in you can also make transfers, but you spend your points. 
Oh, you've been earning. Earning. That's that's been my question. Yeah, so I was going to say. So that's how you sort of change. Okay, it's more of a game out. there. Then how many points are you likely? I mean, are we talking like oh, I finished the season, I got ten points? Or no. Are we talking like forty thousand? You'd be or... yeah, you're nearer with forty thousand. Really? It's probably oh. into the thousands. Jeez. But what what are points? What did what? Yeah. What As... unit of measurement are we using? You're only playing against other people. As is so often the case in video games, you could just take all the zeros off and just have it. Yeah. Like, Don't get know. me wrong. I'd like to win the money. Is it a cash prize? For in our league, it's a tenner in. But the amount of effort I would put into winning fifty quid, yeah, it's disproportionate. I think it's for those who love it, isn't it? It's like if you love the stats of that world. It's just. But I know someone, and I won't name him, James Pegram, (laughs) who plays it religiously. Really, work every year. Oh, he loves it. He's got spreadsheets. He's made his own spreadsheets based on it. Is he not very good at it? No, he's really good at it. Ah, because he does so much work to it. Oh, sorry. What I meant was, is he not? very good at it which I not, I, I'm like is he not that's exactly what he just said no it, it is I wasn't saying like oh he's not very good at it oh. I was saying like is he not very good at it no that sounds wrong <laughs> it sounds right in my head that's the like, same thing <laughs> let me rephrase that isn't, isn't, he? isn't he very good at it oh he is very good oh, at it good. oh good yeah. I see what you mean. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it now yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you yeah, well, he is very good at it Yeah, he's a natural talent and he, win, he, he, he tends to win money every year Wow, but he puts a lot of effort into it if you, you've seen him before Cheltenham races yes when he does a big spreadsheet that's across a whole year well it's funny you mentioned that because I was about to bring up gambling because I do feel as though the mindset you'd have to have to enjoy it mm. is a bit like the mindset of I followed this horse's career yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I'm I have, I'm invested emotionally I have principles I have that horse ran things. really well that in the horse. last three races over the last two years so it's probably going to be quite good today and again we've got a friend who's like that I won't say his name James Bigram um, and he's like that with horses. Yeah, loves a good horse. Loves horses. He follows the horses, follows the form, follows everything. The he's, farmers wonder what he the does. He's doing, he does right? do badly at that. <laughs> does it? Oh, well, that's the thing is with the horse racing, though, is that it doesn't matter, does no, it? Well, Knowing the fucking stats doesn't seem to make any fucking. Not usually. Difference. No, a lot of long odds horses come in. I won money on the Grand National just betting on any old horse. Yeah, yeah. Went, yeah, that'll do. I've won money betting on any old horse. This, this is only tangentially related, but there was a computer game. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. Don't turn oh. off. Don't turn off. We pulled it back. Which was a strategic. <sighs> no, you're talking about language. Strategic John. kind of game, like a bit like a managerial kind of game. So a bit like this. Football manager. But you were doing like historical Europe. Mm. as like a king empire builder oh sure and because at some point in history a french king had made his horse a duke oh yeah the game had the capacity to elect horse a horse oh yeah okay so the gameplay looked like a map this does sound a lot like fantasy football there was really no there was really no kind of interface at all but everyone picks the horse but you could put a um basically like I want to talk to that country and then like a little head would pop up just like oh. a little 2D drawn head of that country's ruler sure but due to this weird glitch or this weird <laughs> outcome which the um, developers <laughs> didn't foresee uh, a guy basically uh, bred the horse <laughs> where he elected a horse as like a duke <laughs> and then married him off <laughs> <laughs> to like this princess and the game let him do that and then the child was a horse as well brilliant oh my god and it kept because um, it was something like you know the the child would like inherit some of the qualities of the parent or something like that so he basically populated all of Europe with horses <laughs> <laughs> and that's not entirely related I just wanted to bring that's that up that's a great story I love it there we go sentient horse people I used to play a game a video game Ooh. that was quite similar called Football Manager yeah yeah Spanish football. I, I was going to mention um, and that my good god is the most stressful game in the world I've put Which? holes in walls 
because of that game. But why then did you enjoy playing... Well, I don't know if you enjoyed it, but you would play that, but not fantasy football. It's a, it is... I, I can't really explain it. It's weirdly addictive. What championship manager, A football manager. Or whatever. Yeah, it used to be called that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just... It's very strangely addictive. You can play it all day and it feels like no time has gone at all. Mm. It's weird. I can't... I genuinely can't put my finger on it. I'm sensing a crack in your armour. When it comes to video games. No, 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 no It's crack. a weird crack. This is... I've not played it for years, I should say, this Oh, point. it's true, yeah. It's a crack that, for me, would say, as he likes football manager. I'm going to talk about you like you're not here now. Okay. Uh, because he liked... The, the, the guy named Chris... Because he likes football manager, he'd probably like fancy football. And I fall into that trap of being the kind of person that Chris then it's hates. Sort of, it's the sort of thing... But I I like football. I may have mentioned football once or twice. I know, right? So people automatically assume, because I used to be really good with stats and all that relating to football, and I'm not so much anymore, um, people are like, oh, I bet you're good. No, I'm not. It's a bit like when I was young and I was... I drew a lot, obviously, because... Uh, that's what I do. I draw. Mm. Um, and I would get presents from um, <laughs> relatives and family members. And it would be like a pack of oil paints. It's oh. like, Nick's an artist. Here's some oil paints. Yeah. Despite needing to work and craft on the use of oil paints over <laughs> your entire life. It's a discipline that you choose. <laughs> and I drew it. with a pen. And I drew comics. But yeah, no, thanks for the oil paint, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I was going to bring this up. I was like, oh, yeah, welcome to our, welcome to the world of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a geek? Here's a Game of Thrones sword. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> Oh, you like them comics, you know? <laughs> Do you like that, um... Oh, I can't think of a funny comic reference now. <laughs> like the Hurricanes. Comic? That was you're a, a football team. You like cartoons, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do, you like, like, do you like Sailor Moon? Sailor Moon? No, I've never seen it. It's like, well, I saw this movie last night. It's, it was an old one. It was um, it was like called Blade or something like that. It was like Vampire. John, you're a nerd. <laughs> John, John Blade. Get, it, get in here. You love a Blade, don't you? No, I don't really. John, John, nah. John, John, get in here. Tell us about it. You like them Marvel comics? Hey, Marvel oh, knees up, mother brat. So like little Timmy football over here. <laughs> yeah, it's got, I, it's got it so Feel hard. bad for me. Feel bad for me. Wearing a football shirt and punching a, an opposing a fan. Um, <laughs> punching, yeah. and punching me. Yeah. I'm going to a football match this weekend, so. Oh, come on, you Reds. I won't. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck. Blues. Shit, blues. I blues. didn't actually know that. I did that. Come on, Blues. What's that time, Rev? Well, I'm glad you asked, John. It's time for Local News Roundup. <gasps> this news. week, news, love news locally. Love news. Local news. Can't wait. Local to where you might be, but probably are not. But news. if you're us, are news. you in Bedfordshire? No. Oh, then this is not local to you. Oh. But if you are listening and you're in Bedfordshire, I'm not. It, Phone in no, now. Not you. Not Phone in you. now. I'm if you're talking if to the microphone. But Stop not... looking at me. Sorry. <laughs> Stop making eye contact with me. Are you? No, microphone. I'm not. no, but shut up! I can still hear you. Lo- it's an audio medium. Local to Bedfordshire. Shut up! Theoretically, I was like, yes. Not you. No, I'm, I'm being. I'm helping. Well, I'll read you a headline about. Doesn't sound like it. I'll read. You. Shut up! You're ruining local news. <laughs> I'll read you a headline from Bedfordshire. Oh, good. Oh, which is where we are not. But you might be. I am. Not you. Okay. Furious mum makes Tesco complaint after one pound alphabet potato shapes failed to spell out son's name. <laughs> this is... This is a story. This is amazing. This is a story. Uh, 
One woman faced an issue when the potato letters in her one-pound bag of alphabites did not spell out What's her son's issue? name. What's that so, problem? Tarquin. Yeah, she was very, very upset about it. Now, there were no I'll, give you, I'll give you a guess name. each what the kid's name is. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, can I just ask, ask a question? Am I yeah. overthinking it when I say, is it a word which has no more vowels. than one of each letter? No. You oh, are overthinking it. Okay, yeah. So It's just a It's name. a fairly... It's not a common name. It's root. It's a routine. Uh, Donald Leroy. Uh, neither of those. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I'll give you a clue. Okay. Wolverine. Logan. Very good. Oh. Logan. Okay. You're yeah. a nerd. You'll notice. <laughs> you know, you're a nerd. Wolverine's name, isn't it? It's Mister Sharpclaws. Writing on Tesco's Facebook page. Nicola with, with Hart, alphabet letters. With alphabet letters. <laughs> Nicola with Hart, thirty, explained that she had actually purchased the frozen. Letters to help her son learn to spell his name. Well, maybe Logan. do it another way. <laughs> no, I'll show you this photo in a minute. But before I do, because this is great, I'll give <laughs> you a bit of context. Is. So, she, in the <laughs> alphabets, she found the letters G, A, and N. Okay. But she was missing the letters L and O. Fine. What she found to replace them was an I and a C. So this name on this photo spells out the name Ikgan. <laughs> Yeah, that there says it is. That says it can, right? That there. says it can. <laughs> so poor old Logan's now got himself a nickname for life. All right, it can. But did all right, all right, it can. Your mum's sending a picture. Personally, your I think it can's quite a good name. Did yeah. she not have a T? Yeah, chop off a bite, bit, bite a bit off. So um, poor can. Nicola, stressing balls presumably by I do now. I feel quite sorry. Said <laughs> it is misleading. Why would you sell them as alpha bites? Really, they should just be called certain letter bites. <laughs> yeah, let's call them that! <laughs> it's less catchy, though. That's really... Some letters. Uh, brackets, in a bag. Obviously, the person who made these from Tesco can't have children. Yeah. A, Tesco Wait, didn't make them. It's very judgmental. A bit harsh. What's her name? Nicola. 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 Anyway, we're judgmental. Nick and their name's a dick, anyway. Uh, Tesco responded to this complaint. Which I am astounded by, yeah. I will say. <laughs> they did not need This to. absolute buffoonery of a complaint. <laughs> with, I am sorry that you did not have the correct letters in your pack of tes- Tesco potato alphabet letters. I understand that you were disappointed with the range of letters you had. The bags are packed with a random selection of letters. And we don't state that you will get every letter. I apologise for any disappointment this causes. Someone took time out of their day to write that. I'd love it if the bags were classically like 16 pieces, you know, so it's like, you're never going to have all the letters anyway. But I thought that was, I used to have uh, alphabites yeah, when I, did I was younger. Well. Younger. A couple of years and ago. And the smiley face ones. Um, and the smiley face ones. Yeah. I never assumed for one minute that every letter of the alphabet would no, be in there. No, I would always, I would always be like hoping that I'd be able to spell my name and yeah. it'd be like a luck thing though. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be like, this is an outrage. But even then, if you do spell your name, so what? Yeah. It yeah. was just, it was You're just, just going to eat them tree. anyway. Well, no, if you do spell your name, then you frame them. Oh, sure, sure. Do you know what's astonishing? It's when you hear these stories, and as a, when you were younger, you'd hear these stories, you think, oh, old people are crazy. Crazy. I think you realise, like, Nicola, 30. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's our age. Shit, we're older than Nicola. age. So they, you know, I mean... I don't even know where to... I, I, I enjoyed I, that when I came across it. fantastic. That is out. That is astonishing. I just, I can't, I can't even pass it, like... You've got to have time on your hands. I'm going to get some potato alpha bites. I mean, and I'm going to report back on this podcast and tell you whether I should. Should we go and name. buy a bag of them? For one we episode can each buy a bag. See if we can spell out our names. Yeah. And if we can't spell our own names, let's see what we can. We'll leave we'll yeah. them dry on air. What if? Right. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. What if mine all come out and they spell white power? I'm just saying. <laughs> 
mean, that's a sign, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's I, a sign. Maybe I'm part of that demographic. I um, I think if Tesco's had had the had, had the balls to do it, they should have um, replied, <laughs> but only using the letters. Yeah. That, were, that would have been great. <laughs> just left spaces. That would have been amazing. Some supermarkets are quite good for that sort of thing, though. Like responding sarcastically. They are. There yeah. are some golden ones out there on social media. I think like the only way you can turn that around is if you're. Uh, Oh no, I was going to say it and then I instantly hated what I said. It'd be if like Tesco's then started a motion and were like, you know what? God damn it, Nicola, you're right. You know, we need one of every all, letter. All our alphabets, bikes should have one of everything, you know. But, but imagine if you one of everything, you can't spell a lot of names either. You'd yeah. have to build a new machine to sort yeah. them all out. Yeah. That sounds expensive and pointless. But is it worth it? The answer is no. Basically, kids, sorry to ruin this for you. If you eat your name, in alpha bites or alphabet spaghetti, your shit comes out still the same. That is but very true. It does give you superpowers. That's the words to live by. Get a chip. Get a chip, yeah. And then if and then you can call yourself I Actually with a chip you can probably spell anything. You just yeah. put them all together, make any letter with it. That's gross though, isn't it? Yeah. Putting your fingers all over chips. That's true. I'd never Ugh. get some mashed potato. Mashed potato, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, get some mashed potato, slam your face into it, you got an imprint of your face. You Brilliant. Go. That's way more personal. Self-portrait. Slap it in the cracks. Slap it in the cracks. So a woman complained to Tesco after a self-portrait of her son in mashed potato looked nothing like him. <laughs> and started using racist slurs. <laughs> You got any? Uh, oh yes, I have got some hates, and yeah. I've got well, I've got sort of food related oh, hates nice. and loves for oh, you. We've got if, a theme. You'll, if you'll indulge me, well, I've got one here from Liz Thatcher. Oh, it's a, very, it's a very pretty name. Um, who says? Rumor has it that you're recording tonight. Well, the rumors are true. I mean, yeah, you probably told her. I did tell her. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where that's where she heard. Thank you for um, thank you for pulling back the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to submit my hate, and hate is in capital letters. Oh, oh fuck, gas. this is going to be a big one. Of afternoon tea. Oh, oh I know, right? A minute. Costing twelve pound per person. Okay. Mm. On average, and features tiny sandwiches in strange flavors like cucumber and tiny bits of cake. Cucumber isn't a strange flavor. Cucumber really. is not Let's not get <laughs> started on cucumber. That's a big, that's a cucumber in bread, I agree with you. No, cucumber in bread's great. What are you no. No. Because they are made to share, you have to offer up the good sandwiches to your companions. You I don't get have to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Liz, don't, chill out. Please, please but continue. it's polite to. Yeah, sorry. Well, I guess. Please I continue. get more satisfaction and quantity from a three pound Tesco's meal deal. Yeah. Why are people so obsessed with afternoon teas? I once made a very large faux pas. Oh, no. And I had had lunch out in town. And a couple of hours later, Ali and I stopped in a coffee too, shop. Too much fibre. <laughs> I think it's your problem. <laughs> uh, I was very, very full mm. uh, after our, our very big lunch we'd shared together. So we stopped for a little coffee. Uh, Ali ordered a coffee. I thought, you know what I want? I want a cream tea. Like, oh, I don't know why I wanted this, because I was I was already uncomfortably full, but I was going to get a little scone, I was going to get some cream oh, and shit. jam, and I was going to get a tea with that. But I asked for an afternoon tea, because I got oh, I got no. very confused. She was like, that'll be 12 quid somewhere. I was like, that's very expensive for a cream tea, but I'll pay it, because I'm afraid to bring anything up at this point. Um, and yeah, and then it took ages, and then it arrived, and it was like this three-tiered metal thing with like sandwiches and cream cakes and stuff on it, and a, and a cup of tea, and I was like, shit, what am I going to do with this? So we wrapped it all in uh, serviettes and hid it in Ali's handbag. Nice. You were too ashamed. <laughs> I was. I, I, didn't even, I didn't want to say twelve pounds times like a bit much for a cup of tea. <laughs> Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. I, I actually take more issue with a cream tea being called a cream tea. Yeah, because it's fucking nothing it to do with anything. That. No, isn't it just a tea? 
And a scone. And a scone. Yeah, yeah. a scone yeah. doesn't necessarily have cream with it. That's bullshit, isn't it? I mean, maybe it has to, to be a cream tea, I don't know, but... I, I work with a very nice fellow who is from Devon. Oh! Okay. And I believe, because... Ah, I'm a, home. I'm a big scone tea. fan. Mm. Yeah, I love scone. Love scone. You love them dry, though. I, oh, like you That's wonder. insane. I yeah, mean, I don't know how you don't choke to death. No, but death. I, I, I'm easy. To death! I'm easy with either. Like, I love jam, so I'm very happy if I've got a creamy jam scone. But um, I also love a dry scone. It's lovely. But there's a big uh, Cornwall, Devon rivalry. Are we going to talk about there cream is. or jam first? Which order you put yeah. it in? Is that yeah, what yeah. Uh, quick poll. Cream, then jam. Yeah, cream, then jam. Um, well, I had scones at the weekend, funnily enough. Uh, yeah. And I went jam, then cream. You're mad. But then you're putting cream on bread, effectively. Yes. Yeah. And, no, but here's the thing. I was talking to Adam, and I believe he does it... The Devon way, mm. which is which is what you just described, jam, jam, jam then cream. cream. And I said, oh, Adam, I can't get behind that. He's like, why? I said, well, when you make toast, what do you do? He said, you, do, do you put butter and jam on it. He goes, yeah. And what order did you put, you put them in? in? Yeah. And he's like, oh, and, he, and honestly, he's like, you've 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 blown it wide. Oh, open. really? Yeah, he's like, I never thought of it like that. See, my reasoning is whatever you put on first, you'll put more of on. Yeah. So I want more cream. <laughs> the the butter or the cream. It's it's a hydrophobic but layer. It's a lubricator. It, yeah, but butter and cream aren't the same thing. They're related, are they? They're yes. like siblings. Yeah, they're like yeah, that's, not, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not up for debate. <laughs> are they though, John? Fine. Are they? Oh, sorry, I'm getting off topic, but I'm actually going to disagree with Liz because I, I, I don't I, think she dislikes afternoon tea. I think she dislikes the cost involved. The, the pomp and circumstance mm. of it. Yeah, true. Plus, also, you don't get like it's it's never enough for a meal. No, exactly. You just get these tiny little sandwiches. Things like I'm often surprised at how much good stuff you get out of it because I'm so there happy. There is good stuff there. I'm That's so true. happy when a scone turns up. But then up. you want more of it. I don't think you're hearing me. I'm <laughs> so happy when a scone turns up. But I, why wouldn't you rather have two scones? I think often you do get two scones. All right. Why wouldn't? What, fuck me. And, and, why <laughs> wouldn't you rather have three scones? <laughs> oh, you know what point I'm making. Is that an option? No. My point is like you get cake and you get scones. And you get sandwiches. And you get sandwiches. Literally, they're like my three favourite things of the planet. I love the bread family, basically. Big fan of flour. I don't know. I just feel like it's all in such small quantities that it's like like laughing in the face of what a sandwich is. It's laughing in the face of what a cake is. I'd rather have a foot long, a whole cake, and a massive fuck off scone. And ten scones. I would be very happy with that as well. (laughs) There you go. That's why society would frown at me if I did that. (laughs) John. Let them frown. I wouldn't frown at you. (laughs) Okay. I've got a I've got a more positive food related give, one give here. Positive. This is a love. This is from Emma Louise. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma Louise. Hi, Emma. She says, "I love McClellan's seriously strong cheese." <gasps> McClellan. Oh, sponsorship. Ooh. McClellan. Oh Ooh. shit. Yeah. I like arbitrary treat cheese. She says, <laughs> "Non-brand cheese spread on toast with a sliced apple." She doesn't say which kind of apple. Oh, oh. cheese with apple. It's like a little plowman's lunch, but you can have it. For breakfast. Try it. Go on. Um, it's usually okay. on offer in Asda. Because ain't nobody got time for Sainsbury's prices. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Is Emma a real person? I feel she may be uh, a I, I do know Emma. I feel she may be a corporate plant. Yeah. I was going to tweet the cheesemaker, but they haven't posted since 2014 or something. And then she says... Too busy making cheese. From Emma at Asda. Oh, no. <gasps> no, no, no. Buried under some cheese, I fear. Yeah. The thing is, if we get if we get to a point where corporates are just infiltrating us, that means we've made it. Oh, we've oh, made it. That'd be great. So, you know. Not paying us, but... They're not paying us, but they are infiltrating us. <laughs> we haven't made it in the uh, economic sense. <laughs> or, or the real sense. No, the word, actual but sense. We have only made it in our own minds. 
Uh, branching off kind of like things I love. Love love a bit of bread. Yeah. I do like, I love bread. I love cheese. Oh, I love bread. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry. No, I love bread. I don't know I why love... you wouldn't love bread. Some people it's really do. good. No, Some exactly. Yeah. But yeah. why do people not like bread? When you don't like bread, so many doors are closed. Yeah. Mm, yes. That's very true. true. Very true. That's true. Uh, Lucy, my darling wife, is not uh, the biggest fan of bread. But you, is that your homemade bread she dislikes? No, no my, my homemade bread is amazing. <laughs> oh, sure. How dare you? I haven't made it in ages. How dare you? How dare you? But I used to love, like, a Plowman's. I don't have them very often oh, now. Lunch. But I, I, yeah, I, just... I used to have them when I was younger. I don't really have them anymore. But it's like Because usually there's a burger on offer. Yeah, when and I'm... you do love, I love just that burger. meat, though. Just yeah. love that meat. That's sweet meat. That meat disc. The, uh, <laughs> give me a reconstituted meat disc, please. Please. Um, but no, just like cheese, love it. Branston pickle, any kind of pickle, big mm-hmm. fan. Apple is a is a bit of a left field, but very good thing. Cheese and apple. Yeah, it's not as bad as pineapple on a pizza, which can go fuck itself. It's amazing though. No, no, no. Yes. Oh my god, are you on that side? Oh my god. <sighs> Next episode. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I bet you put cream on your scones for. Oh no, we talked about. That. <laughs> put cream on my. Cheese pizza first. Sure. I'm not an animal. <laughs> Your pineapple is one of those monsters in Devon. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Right, well, I, I've got a couple of love letters for you. Let's, let's wrap oh, through some Oh, we've got some more, have we? Yeah, fire, oh, fire through some love. I'll give you one from Sim. Oh, Sim. cool. Thanks, Sim. Sim. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. He says, he says, I love a good series of books. Oh. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> oh, you I, like books. I've recently discovered The Dark Tower. It's oh. been around for years and I've always seen it on the shelf. And who would have guessed a book that is still going 30 years later was a bloody joy? Oh, it's bloody. Is what he says. Well, I don't think I want to joy, read that. I don't like gore. Although he doesn't like the Hollywood adaptation of it. Uh, I that was Idris heard... Elba, wasn't it? It yes. was. And it didn't it do terribly Elba. well. I heard it wasn't great. Oh, really? I have not heard Although it. Although I did quite like the trailer. I liked the trailer. I, I was like, ooh, if that were the movie, ooh, I'd give it a thumbs ooh. up. I'd give it a thumb up. It's... One and a half thumbs. I feel like The Dark Tower's been on my horizon for a long time. I found... That's a bit... That's a bit... Yeah. When you look out the window... Uh, yeah. It's actually quite fitting, yeah. Um, I remember hearing about it a long time ago and being interested, but feeling like I couldn't read it because I felt like I wasn't uh, familiar enough with Stephen King's other stuff. And I don't know if you have to be. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. We'll finally have our rendezvous. Rend- have a dark town. Rendezvous. 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 I have one more for you. Thanks. If that's all right, if you'll indulge me. Give us that love. And more specifically, indulge Andrew Galvin. Andrew oh! Galvin, friend of the show. Who friend says, of, after listening to this week's episode, he wrote this a while ago. Oh dear, we, we're bad people. I'm hoping this is the time and place for new music. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, because my love is the band Confidence Man. They're Ooh. Australian and their album sounds like every novelty 90s dance hit had a baby. Which exploded upon birth... And this is the sound of that happening. But it's amazing and the most had I've ha- most fun I've had in a long time. I reckon even Chris would like it. Oh, what does that oh mean? My. He thinks you're the biggest hater of the three of us. He th- well, he thinks that I hate music, which I do. He's, he's bringing that up off the back of my hate, which I think was my last hate from the last show, which was eons ago. And that was when people people try and force their music tastes at like bad times I think. So I think that's what he's referencing yeah, let, there. Yeah, let, let it go, Andrew. Yeah, give, Andrew. Us, give, us, some, give us some Jeez, space. All come right. on. Like, we've all got opinions. Don't tell me what to do! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not just going to like this thing because you told me. They are a really good band, though. I've listened to them. Oh, really? They're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I listened to them because Andrew Galvin, like, held me down. And he, like, 
screwed two headphones into my ears and I nearly bled to death. Hey, you like this. But he was like, "You, if you like this, I'll free you from your headphone prison. I heard he, he made you eat a CD. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, just... Not just one either. He bought 20 Confidence Man CDs of the same it. album as well. I'm happy to eat different albums. Andrew. You want a bit of variety in your diet. Yeah, exactly. Got a bit of everything on repeat. But they are good. So give them a shot. You know what? I'll check them out. All right, then, John. I probably won't. <laughs> you really are the bigger hater of this show, aren't you? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're the Eeyore of this show. Thank you. Well, it's not a compliment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shall I, uh, shall I uh, take us home with some love? Yes. Do it. My love... Love me. ...is DIY. Oh, oh my! Uh, which is a, uh, a a topic which is very close to my heart and lungs at the moment. Uh, <laughs> close to your lungs, because uh, uh, as Nick will uh, sympathise, no doubt. Mm. Um, I'm currently renovating houses. Currently, yes, uh, we are. Indeed. Lucy and I are trying to make our first house at home, and you and Ali are trying to do the same. Indeed. And uh, even just before recording this podcast, I went and did uh, an hour of uh, kind of the shorts have got paint on them. Uh, that is actually uh, plaster dust. Which oh, is very, very invasive and very toxic. Very, oh, well, it's not, it's not toxic, but um, it could but be. You will die. It it's could not be toxic. great. I was wearing a mask and uh, some goggles. Oh, well, I'm sure it'd be fine. But um, I got to say, like, it's very satisfying to get a near immediate return on mm. your time into something. Very which good. is not to say there isn't like an ask ton of work still to do, mm. but it's like very close to getting one room renovated if you will like mm-hmm. uh, I was working on the bedroom earlier or the room that will become the bedroom yes and I'm working on trying to get all the surfaces fixed so that Lucy can follow behind me and paint ah, right, like a, kind okay. of a one-two punch kind of thing and I'm like you know this has gone from looking a bit shit to now I'm like yeah I put an hour's work in and I can actually see the results and like and I'm dirty and I'm tired and I've got dust everywhere but it's good. But you'll, Sat- you'll look at it in a year or a few months or whatever and think, yeah, I did we this. did all this and it was worth it. I think that's the thing. Damn it. Like, so many God jobs you it. do, I think, in like the daily grind, you get, there's no immediate gratification. No, no, no absolutely. It's I'm a big so believer rare. in like doing something in a way to get finished results regularly throughout the process because mm. that motivates you to keep going. I think that's probably why I like working on comics because you can do it a page at a time. And you can get a page done and there's a real great sense of achievement from that. And then you're happy to go on. Even if it's 100 pages you've got to draw, you've done one. You know, you can look at that and get that's done. It's like in a, in a house, do a room, room's done. This is great. Love it. Little steps. Exactly. Little incremental steps. And I said, I'm, I'm saying like, um, I was making progress and then that progress slowed because one wall, the only wall in the house which had wallpaper on, mm. is in a right state. Oh. Mm. Like, and strip the paint off, uh, strip the paper off found more paper nice it was like, it was like an art, I was like an archaeologist I found like four layers of paper <laughs> found an Egyptian the mummy. walls are just much much further away than you first anticipated <laughs> the room is huge now it's actually we found a whole wing that was just kind of like encased <laughs> what's in, in here oh no oh. Uh, and uh, yeah we found like a uh, like orchard a, a green a purple a fake wood wallpaper oh what really? oh, another nice. layer under it got to orange and orange is like the base layer Right. Uh, and then and the it... music stopped and you had to unwrap it. And... <laughs> but yeah, so that was a pain. But then I moved to another room. And again, that feeling of gratification was better because it was a better use of time. And with just a couple, one more session, that room would be ready to paint. Nicely oh, done. Oh, wonderful. Feels good. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Um, my love is a man named Gunpei Yokoi. Oh my. He's a Japanese chap. And he is the inventor of the Game Boy. Ah. Oh. Uh, so he's obviously very close to my heart. 
Um, he after the operation, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's in there. Um, he uh, did very well with that. Obviously, the Game Boy is a very successful console, and yes, I've he heard of that. Worked on the Game Boy Color as well, but then he worked on the Virtual Boy, which was a uh, a sort of ill-fated console that Nintendo produced, which was kind of like a pair of goggles you put on, <laughs> and it had. Uh, though you didn't really put it on, you sort of crouched because it was on its own little tripod. Oh, sure. These are goggles on a tripod, imagine that. And then you sort of crouch or sit next to that and put your eyes into it. And it was, to create a sense of 3D, it was a goggle idea. But unfortunately, all it ended up doing was giving practically everyone who used it a migraine. <laughs> was it notable for destroying not only your eyes, but your back as well? Yeah, because you had to sort of hunch over it. It's really, I've actually had the uh, privilege of playing on one because there aren't many in the world anymore because a lot of them were destroyed and thrown away. And yeah, people who still have them are amazing collectors. And I've played on one in a gaming shop. But um, yeah, so he made that. And technologically, it's a marvel. Like, it's incredible what he achieved. But it, there was just a lot of bad things in there. So he did the sort of Japanese equivalent of falling on his sword uh, in business. And he just straight up retired. He was just like, no, I'm not good enough to work for Nintendo anymore. I'm done. I'm leaving. Wow. Oh, no. um, and like, he, no one forced him out because he was doing great work. But he left of his own accord because he felt like he had ashamed himself as it were um, and then a little while after that bandai got in contact with him and said we would like you to work for us and make another console and it had been long enough for him to think i think okay i'll give it another shot and he made another handheld console called the wonder swan which uh is a console that only came out in japan but then shortly after that and while the wonder swan was still at its height he was killed in a car accident oh. um which is quite sad obviously but i just sometimes think to myself well he was a genius. He did some amazing stuff. He made um, amazing consoles, which still last today, and people still love them. The Wonder Swan, the Game Boy, uh, to some extent, Virtual Boy. <laughs> um, and I just sometimes think, like, just imagine if he was still alive, what would he have done? What, what other things would he have made? But um, sadly, he's not with us anymore. But, but I love his, his work. But his legacy kind of lives on, really. Indeed it does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, very special man. What's his name again? Gunpei Yokoi. Didn't and they Game actually... Boys used to have printers. <laughs> there was a Game Boy printer. I remember uh, printing something off a Game Boy once. Yeah, it wasn't the... Because it had a camera. There was the Game Boy camera. Yeah. And then you could print the pictures. But honestly, like the Game Boy screen was about 7 by 7 pixels. Yeah. And so the... <laughs> any just picture glorious. was uh, a little bit low res. But no, yeah, it existed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. It was like a receipt would come off. It was, it was exactly like, like that. I sort of like my face. And then it was a sticker. You could peel it yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. It was such an odd... It was really odd because Thin. the screen was never good enough to warrant a camera, let alone a printer, and yet still they In an era it. when webcam... Well, I don't think the internet existed really, but web cameras weren't that good and small anyway. No, so. and this was a huge thing because it, 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 it was like the cartridge part went into the back of the Game Boy uh. and then this huge thing was like on top <laughs> of the Game Boy that had like the camera lens in it and everything. It was bizarre. I don't think Gunpei had anything to do with that, though. So, oh, all right. Yeah, that's was, that's right. just as well. I'll give you one. Yeah. Mm. It relates to a series of films that I'm very passionate about. Football films. Not football films. Star Wars films. Not Star Wars films. Oh, gas. What? I'm going to hit you with it now. Okay. Are you ready? No. Now I am. Lord of the Rings. <gasps> yes, of course. You are very passionate about Boom. this. Boom. I, I made Liz watch it the other week. Oh, yeah. She didn't care for it. Oh, fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I enjoyed it again. And we, we had our marathon not that long ago. That was yeah. great. And I just remember thinking that night, we'd watched, what, 12 solid hours of Lord of the Rings? Yeah. And I remember mm. thinking, I genuinely don't feel like I've been sitting here for 12 hours. No. In a good way. It was good. My yeah. biggest regret is that I had a bit of a bad neck. You were quite tired, weren't and you? And it made me really... You started dozing off towards the It made the me end. really groggy and it annoys me that I fell asleep because I was like, oh, damn it, I feel I missed a lot of the good stuff. We got through it. But I thoroughly enjoyed it and I still think they're... 
film-wise, masterpieces. Mm, they're great. I think more so than any other film, I think they're amazing to look at. Mm. It's not the kind of thing you revisit very often, I think because of the length. You have to commit. Them. Yeah. You have to commit to it. And we did for, well, when did we watch it? The week before last? We watched them all in a week. Did I, you? I made. I'm sort of made Liz sit down. And it's watch remarkable it. that after her not being interested in the first one, she still carried on to two and three. That's probably just belligerence on your part, isn't it? Oh, very much. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool, oh, cool. absolutely. I just sort of went. Oh, should we watch <laughs> Lord watch. of the Rings? <laughs> what should we watch? Hint. Hint. <laughs> We're watching. Hint. I enjoyed it anyway. Yeah, so, good. That's know, all that matters. That's right? I feel do, doing it in a week is perhaps a more sensible way of doing it rather than in one day. Rather than in one day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was the point of our event. We need to do another one of those. We really do because yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot. Back of to the Future or something. We do Back to the Future is a good one. Yeah. BTF, BTTF, BTTF. Got there in the end. But yeah, I really do love Lord of the Rings. Having initially been quite lukewarm towards it, I now look back on them and think they're wonderful. Mm. And the Hobbit films are on ITV at the moment, which aren't as good. But sort of, that's what stirred up me wanting to watch them again. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen all the Hobbit films. Yeah, because uh, I've seen the first. I, two. I think I went to the, the third one's on this Saturday. Cinema. Is it? Yeah, on the telly. It could be. Yeah, oh, we don't have conventional television. No, we don't. Because oh, we're horrible. You'll find millennials. it on the internet. Millennials. It's not that good. Nah. I think. Um, it's not as good as Lord of the Rings. But no, it, it, it's interesting, though, isn't it? Because I think I saw the first one on. At the cinema. Mm. Yeah, I saw the first Hobbit. And, well, I think everyone was quite excited for it. Yeah. Because they thought it would be as good. Yeah. And, and I, didn't, I didn't massively care for it, no. if I'm honest. No. And then. I think last year, actually, yeah, almost exactly a year ago, we were down at the Eden Project oh, yeah. for um, my sister-in-law's uh, birthday. Very good. And we we're staying in this weird little kind of converted eco, like Hot. a tanker. Oh, no, no like oh. a what well, a shipping container. That's what I meant to say. Uh, they, they made like little hostily kind of units out of shipping containers. Oh, that's containers. cool. And they had a TV in it. And the second Hobbit movie came on. And I remember watching it. And even though it's not, the Hobbit. Great. You know, it's not amazing. It was kind of nice to revisit that world. Yeah, and, and, I agree. And we did keep watching it. I was thinking like, this isn't good. Or it isn't good by comparison to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like maybe it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult for it to be compared to Lord of the Rings because the book's not as good, mm. frankly. It's also very difficult. It's a, it's a children's story, The Hobbit. And yeah. then the idea of Lord of the Rings is that it was a continuation once those kids had got a bit older. Yeah. That was the idea. It's also very difficult to separate it from a world we like. Mm. I think that's mm. why when I watch, because I've seen the first two Hobbit movies, I, I sort of come away very confused about how I feel about them. I think if there had been no Lord of the Rings, I'd have been like, they're shit. Mm. But because I'm, in, like you say, enjoying going back there, I can't disconnect that. It's just got this really daft thing where, because even though The Hobbit was written first, mm. you can't escape the reality that The Lord of the Rings made it to the screen yeah, first. yeah, yeah. That's so an interesting you point. get these weird things where it's like um, we know. Obviously, it's a problem where we know everyone's fine because they make it. You know, because yeah. Gandalf and Bilbo make it through into Lord of the Rings. Also, spoilers. <gasps> oh no! But it, it's like uh, in in the Lord of the Rings original trilogy. Like, it's incredibly powerful moments, like when the eagles come down. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then in the Hobbit, like, oh, the, you do that eagles. The, thing the eagles turn up, and I'm like. It's not quite as big. It's not as great because you, you can't do it twice. The thing is, no, the Lord of the Rings films, they had to cut a lot out because obviously they're huge, massive books. Mm. The Hobbit book is shorter than just one of the Lord of the Rings books. Yeah. So, and padding that out over three films, they obviously struggled because that... they brought in two characters who weren't in the books as main characters. Yeah. The elves. Or three. There was another elf. Um, they brought that lady elf in there. She's just invented. She's just she? invented. Tauriel. And Legolas obviously wasn't in the Hobbit books. And mm. yet they're like, oh, he's it tradable. didn't. It didn't need to be three films. I think if they compacted it into one film, 
it would have been a lot better. That was, that really, was never going to happen. That was because... a really weird decision doing that. They, it was originally I two films, then they, then they decided to make it I think two would have been all right, because it's still quite a big quest, and there would be a sense... Like, because a lot of the Harry Potter movies are condensed down into one mm. film. Obviously, yeah, yeah. like each book is, has to be one film. And that makes them feel shorter. It doesn't feel like a whole school year. I think if you put The Hobbit across two films, that would have been fine. And just not added anything, not taken anything away. Just like, bam, 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 straight through it. Yeah. But whatever. There you go. Anyway, we've sort of gone... Sl- well, not off topic, but I love Lord of the Rings. Hey! Not The Hobbit. There you go. Oh, hey. Good for you. Thank you, John. Yeah. It's Very important much to like for that, for that sincerity. Well... That was that was a, that was nice, a good old episode. That was a nice episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, yeah. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like we got a flow back. Hey, we just got a mojo as, uh, back. Just as I'm off on holiday. That just was, as yeah. the biggest hater leaves the gang. Yay! Ooh. So I might come back completely different. You could be a new person. I could be. I won't. But Seems unlikely. I could come back wearing a Trump hat. Yeah, full of joy. Well, the places <laughs> I'm going, I don't think I'll be coming <laughs> back. Um, but yeah, what do we think? One love or hate? Oh, good point. Um, I think love one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, your your opinions are relevant now because it's two against one. Yeah, we went out anyway. So say what you want; doesn't matter. No comment. Oh, I see. It's great. Great, great. Yeah. Hey. Even oh. though, even though we had a lot of fun talking about our hates, and I think we had a lot of fun here tonight. I think we can all agree we've had fun. But it's um, time to get serious. Except the people listening. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, what's up with drugs? <laughs> we barely consider the listeners. But uh, but yeah, I think I think the, the loves were heartfelt. I do. I also agree with that. So Yeah, whatever. Do you, wanna, do you wanna take us out? Okay. Somehow. Do you want the usual? Oh the usual, please, yeah. Oh okay. Oh where's Wally? Ah, that's that's staying in.